So 1 Corinthians 12, starting at verse 12, and in our Bibles, it's uh, headed unity and diversity in the body. Just as one body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. And so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But, in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts we think less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each of you has a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now, eagerly desire the greater gifts. Great, thanks, Philip. Um, If you don't know who I am, my name is Daniel. I work for the church here, and uh, it's great uh, that we've read that passage uh, together. Before we look at it, let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your words. Uh, We thank you uh, that we get to look at it this morning. Heavenly Father, please help each one of us um, as we listen. Uh, Please be teaching us uh, what it is to belong to the church. Amen. Well, what do you think church is? Uh, A few years ago, I was on holiday with uh, my family in Spain, and we visited Barcelona for the day. And during the day, we went to visit Barcelona Cathedral. It was a magnificent building. There were some uh, amazing uh, things to see in there, some amazing architecture, amazing uh, artwork, statues. Uh, Finest gold was used in that building. It was a great experience. Uh, And we were there with with hundreds of other people uh, looking around this fantastic building. Uh, And for some people... Some of you might be here this morning. You you think that church is a building. 
you came along to church this morning thinking you're coming to church because you're in this building. Uh, Other people might think that church is just a bunch of religious people, singing some songs, praying, reading, and then going home. Well, church is people. It's God's people. Not just any old people, God's special chosen people. And this morning we're thinking about what it means for us to belong together as God's church, God's people. And church is like a body. Uh, in the passage that we've looked at in, in uh, the drama, dramatized reading that we had earlier, uh, we saw that, didn't we? That church is like a body. And we're going to think about more of what this means this morning. We've got uh, three things to look at too in this first part of the talk. And the first thing to see is that we're one body of many parts. One body of many parts. Uh, Our bodies have all sorts of different parts, don't they, Tidham? This body here, it's got some eyes. It's got some hands. It's got some feet. It's got a nose. Uh, And... Hopefully you've got more parts than that. Uh, But they all join together to make one whole thing, our bodies. Uh, And Paul says that the church is the same. Each one of us that belong to the church uh, are part of this one thing. We're, We're all different, but we're all one in Christ. Verse 13 in our passage says this. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given one spirit to drink. Paul says to to the church here uh, that he writes to in Corinth, some of you are Jews, some of you are Greeks, some of you are slaves, some of you are free. And for us, it's similar. We're we're all from different backgrounds. We all do different things. Some of us are doctors. Some of us work in a shop. Some of us are teachers. Others of us are retired. Some of us are at school. Some of us are in college. Some of us are rich. Others are poor. Some of us are from the north of England. Some of us from the south of England. But we're all different, but we're all one together in Christ and his body. And as we're joined together, it means that we're one, we're united. Paul uses uh, the word one three times in verses 12 to 14. He he really emphasizes the point that we're one, we're to be one united body. And so that means for us, as a church here, we're not just Phil Moon, the vicar. Because if we were, there would be no one here this morning because Phil is on holiday. (laughs) Neither are we just Phil and the rest of the staff team. There'd only be about eight, nine of us. But, and I love this picture, it's all of us together. All of us together. A diverse group of people. Some are like a little toe. Others of us are like a hand. Others of us are a finger. Some of us are the brain. We're all different parts. 
us. But we all form one people, one body, God's people, the church. So we're one body, we're of many different parts. And you know what? Each part is important. All the parts are important. That's the second thing that we see here. Now, I've often wondered what different parts of my body are there for. Just this week, I I was cutting my uh, fingernails, uh, and I was thinking, what is the point of fingernails? It's all right for some of you ladies that that like to grow them long and do some artwork on them, but what's the point of me having them? Well, I just had to Google this, uh, and Google told me that they are actually rather useful, that they do have a job to do. You see, the hard surface protects uh, the tips of our fingers. It makes it easier for us to scratch. Like when I have an itch on my nose, I can uh, itch it away. Uh, And uh, if there's something, a bit of dirt on my jumper, I, I can remove it easier with my fingernails. Or another part of the body. What about tonsils? My brother, a few years ago, had to have his tonsils removed. So surely there's no point to them. Well, actually, they do do something. They protect your body against all kinds of infections. Um, I read this on the internet. I don't quite understand it, but it, it says that the tonsils have a network of crypts that store cells which are used to fight infections. That, that sounds really cool to me. Um, now, I reckon if you looked at every part of your body... If you thought about what each thing did, you would see that every bit does something important to help your entire body to function properly. And that is true of the church, of us here. Have a look with me at verse 15 and 16. It says, Now if the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. One part of the body can't look at another and say, well, I'm not important. I can't possibly be part of a body. The ear needs to be there so that you can... Oh. My slide's not that. Never mind. Um, the ear needs to be there so that you can hear. The, the foot needs to be there to help you to walk. Uh, and the eye needs to be there so that you can see. So you in church today, you might look at a children's group leader. Uh, and you might think, well, because I'm not one of them, I am surely not really that important in this church. Actually, I'm not part of this church because I'm not one of those children's group leaders. But a children's group leader might look at one of our musicians and think, well, because I can't play the flute, I'm surely not part of this church. I do not belong. I don't do something as important as that. You might have come in this morning and you were greeted by one of the members of our lovely welcome team and they've got a badge on and you thought, well, because they've got a badge and I don't, I'm surely not part of this church. Well, actually, we are all part of the church. We all have a job to do. 
to help the body to function properly. If you're in Christ, you have your part to play. Verse 17 says this, If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an an ear, where would the sense of smell be? It makes sense what Paul says here, doesn't it? If your body was just an eye, that would be really silly. You could definitely see where to walk, but you couldn't get there. And also, how would you hear? How would you think? If this whole church was just Phil Moon, where would the cleaners be? This place would be really dirty, I would imagine. (laughs) How would Rooted or Explorers run if nobody came along to them? Where would the PA operators be? Where would the welcome team be? Where would those that work in the church office be? Where would those that lead women's fellowship or cameo or tiddlywinks be? How would we get our coffee? And the list could go on. So we are all different. Some of us are an eye, some of us are a foot, but, but we all have different roles to play. Like this body that we've stuck, all these different things that, that we do in the church, that all makes one thing. And there's this really cool thing, I think, about where each part of us belong in the body. Um, verse 18 says this, but in fact, God has placed the parts of the body every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. God has placed you where he wants you to be. So where has he placed you? Perhaps it's as a member of a group, like explorers, rooted, cameo, Tuesday groups, small group, whatever it might be. But perhaps you're involved with things up the front, leading services, reading, praying, preaching. Perhaps you're involved with operating the PA at the back. Perhaps you're involved in the music, one of the music groups. Perhaps it's being a good friend to someone. Spending time praying for people in the church. Encouraging others. Offering hospitality. So why not today... Think about where God has placed you and thank him for it. That you get to serve him in where he thinks you are best used. Because God is infinitely wiser than any of us and he knows you better than us. And if God has placed you serving him somewhere in the church, thank him and give him your absolute best clean to the best of your ability for the glory of God. Take time to prepare well for your small group, for the glory of God. Make sure you're there at those groups like Explorers, Rooted, Cameo, whatever it might be, as much as you can be. Spend time practicing those songs that you're due to to play in the service so that you can play them to the best you can for the glory of God. We're one body. We're made of different parts. And all the parts are important because God's placed us where he wants us to be. And we'll see some more in a little bit. But over to Catherine.
Uh, wonderful. Let's uh, get the right PowerPoint up. Uh, so we've seen already um, that church is one body of many parts, and all the parts are important. And we're not doing the body quiz. Excellent. That's what we want. Uh, and the third thing that we see is that all the parts are in Christ. All the parts are in Christ. Now, um, I don't think we've had enough audience participation this morning, so um, <laughs> I want to know how much I have in common with you. Um, so stick your hand up if you think these things apply to you. This will be interesting. Um, put your hand up if your favourite band is Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I didn't think so. Put your hand up if you've heard of them. <laughs> oh, some of you. Wonderful. Uh, uh, put your hand up if you grew up in Hurstby Point. One. <laughs> Excellent. Um, put your hand up if you are 23 years old. No. Um, put your hand up if your favourite superhero is Captain America. One. Wonderful. Well, well done. Um, put your hand up if your favourite football club, and this is, could be controversial, it is Portsmouth Football Club. Am I really the only one? Okay. <laughs> so by that, I don't think I have much in common with many of you. I mean, that's not much to go on, but... There we go. Um, but if I was to say, and you don't need to do this, but if I was to say, put your hand up if you know Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Saviour, I hope that would be the majority of you. But Because that's what church is all about. We are many parts. We are all different. We are all important. But there is one who it's all about. And it's all about... Jesus. Je Jesus is the reason uh, why we're part of the body at all. Because it's Jesus who makes us part of the body. Um, have a look at verse 27 with me. Verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Now you are the body of Christ, and it his body that we're part of. It's his body we form part of because without him we wouldn't be that one body. We are so many people. We are from so many different ages and stages of life. But with one thing in common and that's Jesus. Without him many of us probably wouldn't know each other. Without him, many of us probably wouldn't be friends with each other. Many of us probably wouldn't spend time in a building like this every Sunday morning. Because if it wasn't for Jesus, who shed his blood for us, so that we can be joined together, we wouldn't have a reason to, would we, really? If it wasn't for Jesus, I, I don't think I could genuinely say that I'm friends with people who are under 16 and over 80. But I am because of him. 
We are all sinful. None of us in this body are perfect apart from Jesus. If we were, then there wouldn't be any need for Jesus to save us and make us part of his body. I want to read verse 21 to 25 of that passage again to us. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need while our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. As we're imperfect people, joined together in the Lord Jesus Christ with other imperfect people. We can't really think or say of different people in the church that we don't need them or that we are better than them and perhaps treating some people like that they're amazing and other people like they're worth nothing. So imagine you are a children's group leader here in the church and you think you are God's gift to the children's work here at Bishop Hannington Church. You are the person that this church has needed all these years because you're so amazing. You think there's no point in anybody else leading the kids' work because you have all these fun ideas. All the kids love coming along when you're leading the group. If that's how any of us think about wherever we might have been placed in the church, we need to get rid of that pride. And remember that God has placed us there. And any good that comes from it is because of his work in you. Because of the gift that he's given to you. And so we should be thankful to him, shouldn't we? for the gift that he's given to us. And instead of thinking that someone is just a waste of space, encourage them instead. Love them just as Christ has loved us in shedding his blood for us. So together, we're not part of the body, we're part of the body of Christ and we need each other. Why not look around the room for a second uh, and think to yourself, yes, I need each one of these people because I am part of the body of Christ and so are they. And each one of these has a place because they've first been loved and chosen by God. Why not, why not do that now? Let's, let's just pause for 10 seconds whilst you do that. Have a look and think, yes, I need each one of them.
And it's not just those of us here in this room. It's those out, out there in the mini-mix. We need them too. So why not after the service, perhaps try and talk to someone that you don't know or that you don't really speak to much. Get out of our comfort zone and, and speak to someone else in the body because you need them and they need you. And because we need each other, when you're not here, we miss you. You probably don't know it, but regularly at our staff meetings, uh, we, we have a point where we think about those who haven't been around at church on Sundays. Uh, and we, at the very least, we pray for them. Because we miss them. Uh, and we want to see them again. So I think we need to make an effort, don't we, to be here on Sunday. To, to be a part of the body in this way. Be meeting with other members of the body of Christ to which we belong. And there's more to it than just missing each other, isn't there? Have a look with me at verse 26. If one part of the body suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part of it is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Because we're part of the body of Christ, when one of us suffers, everybody else does as well. Just like if your leg hurts, the rest of you is going to suffer. And you'll probably go and try and do something to sort it out. Maybe some exercise, maybe you'll see a doctor, uh, maybe you'll take some tablets, depending on how badly it hurts uh, and what's wrong with it. When one of us suffers, what do we do about it? Well, well here at church we have a prayer chain, uh, an email sent out when uh, someone is in need of prayer. Perhaps it's because someone is suffering. Uh, and that's a great way for us to at least pray for them and think about that member of the body that is suffering. We also have a great team of people that go out and visit people that are part of the body who are suffering or unable to get out of church for different reasons and unable to meet with the rest of the body. And it's not just suffering. We can rejoice together as well. When someone is honoured, when, when something good happens, or, or if some, someone who's been suffering gets better, we can rejoice, can't we? We can praise God together. So church is one body of many parts. Each one of those parts is important. And all of those parts are in Christ. But maybe this morning you're here and you're thinking well it's all very well for the rest of you but I don't feel like I belong I don't really feel like I belong to this church well I think there's two reasons why that might be it might be because you need to get involved 
Uh, and there's lots of ways you can do that. Uh, there's just a few there on the screen. You could visit people. You could join a small group. You could be, become one of the part of the clean one of the clean, cleaning teams. I, I think there's lots of them. Um, get involved with Cameo if you're in that age group. Uh, explorers, come to that. Rooted, uh, welcome team, music, PA operator. So so many more ways that you can get involved here at BA. Perhaps it's just a simple thing for you to, after this service, stick around a bit longer. Grab a coffee and try and chat with someone. Get to know other people in the church. If you want to chat about ways you might be able to get involved here, then do speak to myself or Catherine. We'd love to chat with you about that after the service. But there's another reason why you might feel like you're not part of the body and that is because you're not yet part of the body you see to be part of the body requires more than just turning up here on a Sunday morning I could say that I play for Bryson and Hove Albion I could go and watch them play at the Amex I could wear a full Brighton kit. I, I could post a picture on Instagram and say I'm about to play for Brighton this afternoon against Arsenal. Uh, yet, if I don't have a contract that says that I play for them, that, then I'm not part of the team at all. I don't belong at all. Perhaps you turn up at church on Sunday mornings and you think, that makes me part of this church. Perhaps you're even on the electoral roll. You're a member of the church. Yet without trusting in Jesus who's died for you, without trusting in him who was buried and then raised to new life so that you can be saved, you're not part of the body of Christ at all. But the good news is that that can all change and it can change today, this morning, by simply talking to God in prayer and saying, I believe you have died for me. I believe you've died for my sin and rose that I might have new life in you. And I want to live my life from now on and serve you as part of your body, the church. If you want to know more about that, then again, please do talk to myself or, or Catherine after the service. We'd love to chat with you. So, we're one body of many parts. All the parts are important, and all the parts are in Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for Jesus. We thank you that because of him we're made part of your body, the church. Uh, and we thank you uh, so much for all the different people that make up your body, all the different gifts you've given them, and all the different ways that we can use them. Father, we pray uh, that here at BH, we would, as your people, feel like we belong together more and more that you would grow us and unite us as a church family. Here we pray. 
In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.